Hey everyone, welcome back to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. We're your hosts, Kevin and Aisha Shelton, and we are bringing another Aisha and Kevin conversation to the table. <laughs> because, well, the bring reason the, noise, bring the, funk. the reason why we started this podcast is because Kevin and I would have these really like profound and robust conversations, and we were like, oh my God, like somebody needs to hear this. And so we brought it to you know Beyonce's internet. We thought we'd share it with all of you guys. How did Beyonce get control of this? I mean, you know, Al Gore's internet, Beyonce's internet. I don't know how you change those up, but I heard that lately and I like the way it sounds. Okay. So I we're bringing it. it to Beyonce's internet. Well, I, I definitely like the trajectory of our conversation right before we started talking uh, on air and we were really talking about our journey right on making the transition between being investors in a traditional sense and then ultimately transitioning to business ownership yeah and being entrepreneurs so if you followed us at all or listened to like our first podcast episode and heard us from then um, you would know that we started off as investors so now we're Kevin Aisha Park Street Homes, Marriage and Real Estate, the Aisha Shelton team, real estate team, for all of those things in those businesses. But before all of that, we were just K&A. K&A. <laughs> we K&A were. Shelton, Kevin and Aisha Shelton, who were intent on building our real estate portfolio. Building generational wealth and, through real estate. And building generational wealth through real estate. Very simple. Um, yeah. We were highly bankable because Kevin carried a six-figure job. And, you know, I brought a little something to the table. It wasn't allowed, but it was something. Yeah, what is, what is it? Uh, Say something smart. No, it was, it was, they call it the three... Six figures. I don't know. Something like that. It's basically like six figure job, high credit score, something else. Oh, okay. The trifecta, maybe. No? So, no, it was something that women say about men. It was like a man with the. Well, anyway, Kevin had all that. We had all of that. So Kevin bought the meat. I brought the potatoes with my salary. Basically, with those mean potatoes, we had a very nice meal. Highly credit worthy. Um, very, very bankable. And money flowed. You said that like so. I know. I mean, you know, we had a journey. And money flowed like manna. Definitely flow like And that. when money was flowing like manna, we would buy properties, fix them, flip them, uh, Airbnb. You know, we did all those things. And so if you listen to our journey thus far, then you know that we've done those things. You know, the funny thing is I don't think people recognize the power in the W-2. Um, and That's what you didn't want to talk about that. Huh? That you said we talked about that on a previous episode. We, we did talk about that. I'm just referencing because you, okay. you know. Meat yes. potatoes and flowed like manna. I'm just saying there's a lot of power in that. Yes. Um, but what we're talking about today is the other side of the power because okay. there is a power on the entrepreneurship side, too. And it took us a while to find that mm -hmm. version of it. Um, but what you think you lost in the fire, in the fire, you make up for in the smoke. What we lost in the fire, we made up for in the smoke. <laughs> so at any rate, you know that in 2019, we went full time into Jesus. In 2019, we were full time into business. And we always say that we highly don't recommend it. It is very ghetto out here. It was especially ghetto when we first quit our jobs um, to transition from being very comfortable with income coming into our household every single week because our payrolls were on opposite weeks. So money coming into the household every week to, you know, 
what you kill, you eat. And if you don't kill nothing, a.k.a. sell nothing, then it's feast or famine. Yeah, because when you get in that check every two weeks, don't matter if you kill, don't matter for the rainy day, every day you all right. Every day you're okay. And so um, we, we call it quite ghetto yeah. and there's a better way to do it. And I think honestly, when people ask like, what's the better way or is there a right way? I don't think that there's a right way. I think for every single couple is different, but that's why I also love sitting down with other couples and like laying it all out on the table and building the life that they want. And then it's kind of like this conversation of, okay, y'all don't need to quit jobs at all. Like you could do this, 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 this. And we put that puzzle together with them. That's very fun for me. Um, anyway, that's neither here nor there. However, now we have different benefits that we reap. And, you know, the funny thing is we have some couples who have never been, you know, traditional workers, some couples who have only been traditional workers, mm -hmm. and we've kind of found ourselves in the middle. So as we transition from one side of the coin to the other side, yeah. we got to experience a little bit of the ups and downs of both sides, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, you told the story of us when we were working as we started our business uh, it takes a long time to get stable. So figuring out stability to have stability in your household is really just somewhere that we're getting like now. Just barely, like yeah. barely. However, I would say we went out on the limb on our own, right? Like yeah. we fumbled and bumbled through it and we didn't have a community. We didn't have a space like marriage and real estate to kind of help us make those decisions and navigate through that to say, ah, think about this before you do that. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Um, and so that's why this community is so important to me because other people now have access to people that are just a couple of steps ahead of them that can say, watch out for that pothole. Yep. Yeah. No. It, and it's funny. So um, one of the things that now we really appreciate in that mentorship um, is the ability for somebody to not only see the potholes in the road, but also to see the rainbow on the other side mm -hmm. and to give you that vision early to say, Hey, it's going to get better. It's going to get good. Uh, last night I was at the office till midnight working on something. And I very vividly, I was like, I don't want to do this. No more. I want to go home. I was like, mm -hmm. and not even go physically home. Like, you know, you like wish for your mama. I was like, I want to go back to my job. He literally woke up because I definitely fell asleep on that ass. He mm -hmm. literally woke up the next day and was like, man, last night I wish I wish I could go back to my job. Like I wish I had a regular job because of the output that I had to put out tonight. Yeah. So. Like you get to those moments where you're just so tired. You can't see an end. And it's the foresight of those people who have been a little bit ahead of you, a couple mm -hmm. of steps ahead of you who can say, you're on the right track. You're okay. And it will get better. But that's why it's also important to me, like as your wife, y'all hear us talk a lot about our business and our business relationship. It's important to me as his wife, like when I see him putting out like this out, this heavy output that he puts out to pour into him. Now I'm pouring into him the way he like for me to. <laughs> and I'm working on that, y'all. I'm in therapy. But I, I do try to pour into him, like pulling him away from work, making sure he gets massages, making sure that we utilize the people that we pay to do jobs that he keeps trying to take off the table. I'm like, babe, give that to her. Give that to him. Like, you don't have to take that on. But I'm protecting him also. That is true. And I feel like 
in a husband-wife business relationship that's so important, there's always one person in the relationship that really puts a lot of sweat equity into it. That's true. And it's certainly my job, and this could be the man or the woman, and for me, it's me. It's my job to make sure that he doesn't sweat to death. <laughs> for real. I like that. I like, like like so serious because if I let you. you, you will die in that office and, you know, I have to figure this stuff out by myself. Well, we're well insured. So you we are well have to, You wouldn't have we, to figure We it. are it well insured. Y'all wouldn't see this podcast no more. Well, there wouldn't be very much to talk about. <laughs> listen, listen, the one thing I know for damn sure is if something happened to me, hey, we appreciate y'all and y'all's journey. Y'all will be fun on you. Kevin, there would be nothing to talk about if you were not <laughs> here anymore. There would be nothing to talk about. Yeah. The check would be in the bank. I, besides the check being in the mm-hmm. bank, it would not be relevant information anymore. It would then become a widowed podcast. And it'd be widowed. I wonder if they have estate. a widowed podcast. That'd be interesting. <laughs> It'll be widowed, widow, widowed in real estate. Not just come on here lamenting about being a widow in real estate. Woo. <laughs> that's, a, that's a grim you went there first I didn't that's... you did you did you look if I died anyway anyway so what we wanted to talk about what we were discussing before we sat down in front of the cameras was um the benefits of being business owners how we transition from just being investors trying to build wealth for ourselves and our family to building a company and a name for ourselves in the city so one of the things, and I'll, I'll give the top three things that I've experienced, um, and I'm I'm speaking for you too, but you know you can jump in with your own top three too. The things that I've enjoyed in our experience in becoming business owners versus investors is everything that you have done and everything that your family done has done now works to your benefit as a business owner. So I want you to personalize it because everybody's story isn't like yours. Okay. So when you say, you always say like I'll you give, this and you that, this is an experience that's but, very much ours because not everybody's family is as connected, well connected as your family. Is. But yours, but here's the thing. They dig up everything. Like when your mom was in the, uh, the Galveston Gazette or whatever. Daily News, the Galveston Daily News. Galveston Daily and they were like Also CNN and Fox. And a book that both your parents And read. a, so, uh, okay, here's the thing. New, York best, so they, New York Times bestseller. There we go. So okay. they were like, known philanthropist Aisha Shelton <laughs> with this long lineage of service to the community. Because now all those things that might have seemed like Oh, my mama just did this thing, you know, every year for 30 years or my dad just spoke, you know, whatever. Now all those things go in your bio, too. Right. No, that's true. And but I think that that's that is special to us. Right. Like some people, some of the people who watch our podcast may not have family members who have deep roots in the community, um, the communities that they serve and they're creating their own story, but nonetheless, they're creating. So I'm just saying personalize somebody, somebody in somebody's family, every person's family has done something. And as you make that journey, is that true though? It does. Everybody. No, every single, I'm telling you, every single person, somebody has done something. It might not be something like amazing to everybody, but it's something amazing (laughs) to your family. Okay. Right. Maybe you're, great uncle was a pastor or whatever like it it comes into play 
Right. So your lineage is cemented when you put your stone in the ground. So as a business owner, you're putting a stone in the ground for your family. You're representing for your family, your family name. That's the part of it. Right. Uh, the second thing, personally, what you find is there's a lot more hype around being entrepreneur than um, investor. So people go, oh, I'm an investor, whatever. And then people go, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, in today's Beyonce's internet, people think that entrepreneur. Right. Huh? Okay. You ain't use it right, but it's okay. Okay, I'm right. sorry. I'm not a member. I'm back. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a member. <laughs> I'm not a member of Beyonce's internet. <laughs> <laughs> what you find is that people highly covet the title entrepreneurship or entrepreneur, even though they don't necessarily care about all the hardship that comes with it, right? Like people just see the title and they go, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. It's like, is that a good thing for you? Left to be determined. So you got to let me share this meme with the audience, right? Because I just thought that it was so impactful. And when I share, if you are an entrepreneur, you're, you're going to feel this to your core. And if you're not, I just want to just hear me out, hear me out. This was a meme on where this says post-Croatia. It's in the Croatia trip chat. Y'all know we just went to Croatia, right? Um, it says... Low-key stunt. Was it? No. Go ahead. It wasn't. Uh, Croatia group chat. <laughs> it says a scary part to entrepreneurship is everyone you love will start looking at you as if you're uppity bougie, criticizing and treating you like a celebrity when you literally fighting for your life, trying to pursue a dream that no one is supporting because they think you already made it. That there we go. Is so that's essence. my number. That's my number two. Entrepreneurship. That's my number two. Everybody be like, "Oh, I know y'all making so much money over there." I'm like, "Have y'all heard of expenses though? I, like, have you heard of everything? I heard like, of payroll. Like, have you heard of the fact that nobody comes to write taxes. these checks? Has anybody heard of taxes? <laughs> like, oh my God, all of these things are like." Um, we are fight. Everybody, every entrepreneur I know is fighting for their life. We sat across the table from some good friends of ours and they were like, yeah, we owe five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> it's not funny. And I was in Texas. It's like we don't know what's going to happen here. We trying to like, figure it out. But that's the part of it. Right. So they everybody think it's cool until I check come until a bill come. Right? I'm not going to so, lie, though. It's cool. I don't find it that cool. Yeah, we'll see. It's cool for different people because yeah, here we are, cool. two entrepreneurs sitting here. Kevin would rather be working for somebody else, and I'm over here just enjoying the fruits of our labor. I technically work for you. You're enjoying the fruits of my labor. <laughs> and I consider myself lucky. Well, you're an entrepreneur. I'm just a worker, Bia. Uh, well, anyway. Okay, so those are your three things that we totally— no, Those are two of the three. I the third thing, one of the hardest things about being an entrepreneur and one of the things that it took forever to learn is that when you're fighting for your life and you're doing all these things, you have to actually appreciate, let go and let yourself enjoy the moment, even though you're fighting for your life. Right. So you got to be happy in the face of all this transition and up and down and whatever. Mm -hmm. And you almost have to create a mental space to keep yourself mentally healthy um, because there is nobody coming to save you, right? So it's it's like 
while you're fighting for the stream that nobody's supporting and you're fighting for your life and it looks really great to the outside, you have to be blind to the the feelings of now for the promise of the future and be happy in the moment. That's why I always want you to uh, personalize it and say I because I okay I feel the I feel different right like I feel grounded I feel I I I do take, you know, all the time n- no most of the sometimes time, you don't feel out of control most of the time I feel. I don't feel out of control. I feel like it's just feedback. I take it, you take it and you're like, oh my God, I'm out. this is out of control. I'm out of control. I look at it and I say like, oh my God, like we came across this challenge. This is just feedback for us to change or move or pivot. You know what I mean? That's my outlook on it. Well, that's a great outlook. It, and it, it it's a helpful outlook, but I think that shows the dyad between the two of us, right? Like you're like, oh my God, panic, panic, panic. And I'm like, okay, well, this is not good. We should do something about this. How do we, how can we solve this problem? Well, we represent two of the many types of entrepreneurs. Yes. Um, but we definitely both have our unique experiences in our entrepreneurship too. So we also experienced um, now that we are entrepreneurs different from when we were investors is this sort of um, acknowledgement mm-hmm. from, from industry professionals, um, community leaders that we didn't quite have when we were just building our own personal portfolio. That's true. And wealth. And so the kinds of people that are knocking on our doors and um, we are giving or getting opportunities from is kind of interesting. It's like legends, Houston legends so far, but you know, we got time for national stuff, you know, for the, anyway, I, I just find that to be so like, I don't know, interesting. I think we also serve in a particular area of town, too. So that's the thing, too. Um, I don't know. I think that as you go forward and you do business long enough, you do have those opportunities. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's funny. I was talking to Jared Womack uh, a while ago, and he was telling me kind of in his journey how he got a lot of the opportunities to own a lot of the stuff. And it's just really a matter of time, right? Like he was yeah. in the market long enough that like such and such was losing a shop and they needed somebody to help him. And he stepped in and had the few dollars to, you know, whatever. Or, yeah. um, so he's amassed this amazing portfolio over the course of the last 30 years. And he's done it really because he was consistently there. So there is a lot of value as an entrepreneur being consistent, showing up every day, mm-hmm. uh, performing, doing great business, right? Being professional, uh, people being able to count on you and not just, you know, entrepreneur is such a, like I said, an interesting buzzword, but really it comes down to doing good business and being a good business owner, right? Because you can be an entrepreneur and not have a business. We're business owners and we have to, ultimately look out for the best interests of our business throughout the city, throughout the community, throughout the nation. And with that, we do get access to some things that otherwise we wouldn't see. Yeah, that's true. And I want to address something, too. You said about time, right? Like, give it time. Um, I'm 40. Let's just put that on camera. You just keep saying it. I am proud. Go ahead, Angela Bassett. I am. I am 40. And I have... As of today, okay, I've I've lived a pretty lit life, um, particularly in the last couple of years. Lots of great things have. Was your life that lit before? I said, 
in the last couple of years. <laughs> We've okay? been together nine years. I said in the last couple of years. What I'm saying is, like I mentioned the Croatia group chat and you were like, oh, that's a flex. And really, it's not a flex because if you heard like my whole story and all the things that I went through to finally have be in to this get space. To Croatia. Yeah, to finally be in a space where I feel like I have a lit life. Like it, there was a lot of trials, tribulations. All the crawling heartache. you had to do to get to Croatia. It was, it was a lot. And so I just, for young people specifically or young couples who think that like, oh, I'm supposed to be killing it in real estate. Oh, I, I got to make millions or I'm about to make millions or I need to make millions or why I'm not making millions and everybody else making millions. Like this is the, what you see is, is the time. Right. And mm -hmm. so the ability to, for two weeks, spend two weeks in Europe, one week on a yacht with other people who can do the exact same thing is time in the market, time in business. And a lifetime of like ups and downs. And so and you still got to do the work. Life is just if life is just getting started for you, whether life is just getting started for you in your marriage or life is just getting started for you like you're in your mid 20s. That's still the beginning of life. Trust me, like it takes time and it gets it gets better and better. And that's why I can proudly say, like, I'm 40 a lot because 40 has been a great 30s are amazing. Let's be clear. But 40 has been double that. No, it definitely does take time. It also takes community. Yes. Um, and the people you spend your time with are very important. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one of the things that we want to encourage you guys to do is to like and follow the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. Uh, and then we are so excited to welcome all you guys out to the Marriage and Real Estate Conference for 2023. Tickets are selling. So they if are. you don't have your ticket, get your ticket because it's going to be gone. It will. And uh, we are excited to not only introduce... Um, the speakers for the conference, but also some of the topics that we're going to be talking about, some of the events we have coming up leading to the conference. We have a mixer coming up in August for everybody who um, did not make it out it to our September. last mixer. No, oh. mixer in August, other event yet to be announced in September. Is it on my calendar? It is not yet. Why? That is a question for, for other people, <laughs> not for me. Okay, mixer in August. Got it. Okay. But no. Anyway, so like, subscribe, smash that like button, uh, ring that notification bell, come out to the Marriage and Real Estate Mixer, come out to the Marriage and Real Estate Conference, get your tickets now. Uh, we'll have some amazing announcements coming up in the next couple of weeks. And so. reach out to us, like leave a review on wherever you Yeah, leave a comment, all that. Leave a comment on YouTube, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, like, and share it with your friends. Um, if you are married, looking to be married, want to be married, about to get married, and you want to build wealth through real estate. And if you're right single place. too. I and said just looking like, to be married, want to be married. You could just that? be single, not looking to do nothing, but make some money with real estate. Then we might not be the best podcast for you, but uh, you could also listen to us if you want to. This is the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. And we out. <laughs> Bye.